Welcome to the Next Level Faith Podcast. I'm your host, Julianne Kirkland, best-selling author and life coach. Join me each week to learn more about the strategies, tools, and mindset needed to arise from the overwhelm and create a joyful life you love. To learn how you can work with me further or to get your free copy of my book, The Water Walker, check out juliannekirkland.com. Also, be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode because the best version of you begins on your next level of faith. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Next Level Faith Podcast. I'm your host, Julianne Kirkland, and I am so excited you are here with me today. So I hope you have had a chance to listen to the past several episodes where I have been interviewing the guest speakers that are coming to the Awake Conference. And let me tell you, creating this conference and... um, Joining, linking arms with these women has blessed me in such an amazing way. You know, I I decided to create this conference as a way to pour into you guys, pour into the audience, pour into um, other ambitious women who are are just now beginning to arise as a kingdom entrepreneur. And I have found that God is using this to bless me in ways that I never expected. And it just goes to show that when you commit to your calling, when you continue to step forward in your purpose and walk it out in obedient steps of faith, even when it doesn't make sense, that God is going to honor that for you. God is going to bless that for you. And it's, I'm just, I'm finding that to be true. And we haven't even reached the conference yet. (laughs) Like we haven't even been there yet. I haven't even got to hug and see you in person and hear your voice and your story and watch your eyes. And um, I'm so looking forward to that. I'm so looking forward to the VIP dinner where I just get, I get three hours of delicious food by the way, and, um, opportunity to, to really listen to you and to hear you and to help guide you into what you're doing next and and into reaching your next level. Um, and it's just the excitement and the anticipation. Oh, it's, it's a beautiful thing. And that's what keeps me going because this is hard. (laughs) Planning an event is hard y'all. Oh my goodness. So I'm going to keep this episode short um, because the last two interviews have been a little bit longer, but last Monday, okay, we're, we're just over a month out at the time of this recording from the event taking place in person, by the by people are getting their tickets. People are already reserving their, their rooms all the things are happening, right? Plane tickets are being purchased. It, I love getting those messages. I got my plane ticket. Anyway, so um, people are coming. <laughs> and last Monday, the venue that I've had secured since the end of November canceled. Canceled. As in, I cannot have it there anymore. And that happened last Monday. And it was such a shock because I filled out all the right forms. I have talked to all the people. I have listed everything that my event was going to cover and everything was fine until last Monday. And they decided 
I could no longer have it there. I was rocked. I was rocked because again, people are coming. And I was like, okay, Lord, what now? The old me, the me two years ago would have said, oh, okay, nope, it's not supposed to happen. Let's start refunding money. This, nope, this is, this is God saying, no, this is not for me. But because of how far I have grown in my relationship with Jesus, because of how he has transformed my faith and the renewing of my mind daily, mind you, renew it daily and sometimes momentarily, (laughs) I didn't feel that way at all. I didn't feel that way at all. Even when other people were like, oh, maybe, maybe this isn't what you should do. I was like, no, nope. This is, this is exactly opposite of that. This is what I should do. And this is a testing of my faith. And I was, I was so sure of that. I was like, okay, Lord, like you want this to happen. This was your ID baby. Like I'm, you've just are using me as the vessel to carry it out. And the women who have already signed up and are coming, I've been praying over them and, and Lord, you have specific messages that you are delivering to each one of these women. You have healing, you have transformation, you have up-leveling. So much is going to occur in two short days because that's how God works. I was like, no, this, this is a hundred percent going to happen. I just have to do my part. And know that, okay, Julianne, do you believe, truly believe what you continue to say out of your mouth? That all the resources available in heaven are yours for the taking right here, right now on earth. Do you believe that? This is a real conversation I was having with myself, okay? Do you believe that? But do you really believe that? I said, yes. It seems silly. It seems irresponsible, but I do. I do believe that. I believe that faith is the key to unlock the storehouse of heaven of all the resources that I will ever need to continue to walk in my calling and my purpose and what God has planned for me. I fully believe that. It's like, okay, if you believe that, what's your next step? Because there's a difference between belief and faith. You can believe it all day long. But until you activate your faith, until you step out in faith, then the belief isn't really justified. Right? I mean, think about think about Noah way, 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 way back when. And God's like, hey, dude, build an ark, okay? I know you've never seen a raindrop, but I'm gonna need you to build this ark because I'm gonna flood the place. Cool. And Noah's like, uh yeah. Okay, I'm gonna do it. People are gonna think I'm crazy. I'm gonna do it. He believed God, he believed what God said. 
Can you, like, really, have you ever gone there? Have you ever put yourself back in Noah's position? The amount of ridicule? I would be bold enough to say, I don't know of anybody that would do that this day and age. To that extreme. And I was thinking all of this in my head at that time. And I'm like, be like Noah. He had incredible faith. And it's yours too, Julianne. Like you can have it too. Those, those faith walks of the biblical greats. God is fully the same God that he was back then. And he is today. And he is still looking for those that he can trust. And I was like, okay, Lord, I say it over and over again. Like that is my greatest prayer. Lord, trust me. Trust me with, with your vision. Trust me with more. Trust me with this plan, with this purpose. Lord, trust me with others. Use me, Lord. Expand my territory. And he was saying, okay. Here you go. Can I trust you to carry it out even when it looks like everything is coming against you? I know, like that was like, like my God alarm. But a ding, you got that right. <laughs> it was actually just an alarm that came. It's fine. Anyway. Um, and I was like, okay, okay, okay. So I read my Bible and was like, okay all right, I'm, I'm good. I'm going to, yep. And like, I started feeling good. And then I started the panic. Right. And I was like, you know what? I, I cannot suppress how this is making me feel like my emotions are real and I need to take a moment to honor them. And so I reached out to a few, uh, very close people who, um, who will allow me the space to do that, to have an emotional response and not like automatically try and fix it, not try and and calm me down. Just allow me the space to feel it because I am a hundred percent certain that suppression leads to depression and, and, Although we are to think positive, although we are to, to try and see the good in everything. And I believe that there is good in everything. We have to take a moment to feel the things. And notice I said a moment. I didn't stay there. I went there. I grieved that because it hurt. It hurt. I was excited about this place. I had done, I had done everything I was supposed to do. I checked all the boxes. I had planned ahead. I was, I had done the things. I was excited about this place. I was excited to, to represent kingdom women in this space. I thought, wow, how cool is that? How cool is that? When in a, in a a church atmosphere, I don't know if, if y'all's churches are like this, but there are still many churches that, um, are more, I don't know what a nice way to say it, (laughs) are more conservative and they're, 
um, promotion of females. There it is. I'll just say it like that. Um, and it's nothing I, I judge or shun from because when I go to church, I want to hear from God. Like I, I, I love my pastor. I love several of the other pastors there. I love the community. Um, but I don't a hundred percent agree with all the policies and politics of a church of the building church. And this was just another like, oh yeah. Dang. I was, I was so disappointed because I was like, wow, that's so cool. This, this place is actually going to not promote. It's not like they were selling tickets. It's not like they were doing shout outs, anything like that. They, but just by allowing me that space to speak a kingdom message, to encourage and empower other ambitious women called by God to use their voice, to step up, to speak up, to stand up and expand their kingdom business, expand the kingdom of God through their business, through their territory, through their voice, through their story. I was so excited for it. I was so excited for it. And then the politics went out and I was devastated. I was very sad. And even thinking about it now, like my voice is still shaky because it hurt. It hurt. And it starts that cycle again. This is where the enemy starts going, oh, see, you're not good enough. No, this isn't for you. Who do you think you are? And I immediately was able to shut that voice down, which is huge for me. (laughs) That's progress, y'all. And that's what one of the greatest lessons that um, will be talked about at the AWAKE conference is arising in the five steps to overcoming your obstacles. And just that Monday, the same Monday that it, that the venue got canceled on me that morning, I was practicing my talk and I had been reading in my Bible and I, I felt wisdom and revelation. And so I wanted to get all that out. And I, I was just, I was doing my thing. I was in my groove. I was in my float. And I was like, man, God, this is good. You you are, you are doing some things through this. This is, this is good, Lord. Thank you. Um, and so one of the things <laughs> that I talk about is how I'm the overcomer strategist. That's what I do. That's what I help people with. I help them overcome their obstacles. And, you know, in my talk, I talk about how we must arise before we shine. And it was like, I said, okay, let me see you do it again. And I was so upset because I was like, I don't want to be the arise girl. Can I just be the shine girl? Can I just be shiny Lord? Like that's where, that's where I was at. 
And I just, I allow myself to feel those emotions, to be disappointed, to be sad. And then I was like, okay, I, it's time to stand back up. It is time to arise. It's time to arise. I've been down. Now it's time to stand back up. Like, Lord, you do what you say you're going to do. Period. End of story. So I can match that. I said I was going to put on this conference. I said you were going to honor each and every woman that walks through those doors. You were going to bless her life. You were going to quantum leap her forward in her business, in her life, and in her faith. And I believe that. And so, okay, Lord, what am I going to do to walk that out? What does that look like? And so I, I got to calling everywhere in Athens to find an event space and there was none. Nope. Not a one, not a one that was available the full times that I needed because it's the beginning of spring. It's the beginning of wedding, wedding season. And so Friday is like the big day, right? there was all kinds of rehearsal dinners going on and all these event spaces. And I was like, oh, okay, Lord, we're going to have a tent in my backyard and it's fine, but we're going to have to make sure people don't step into pig poop. And like, you can, you're still going to be there, Lord. Like your presence is there. That's what matters. But Lord, I wanted, I'm not going to lie. I wanted more. I wanted, I wanted better. I did. I, that's, this is not my vision, a tent in my backyard. I make it a pretty white one, you know, and I put some lights in there. It'd be real pretty in my backyard. I just, (laughs) I was like, Lord, if this is what it has to be, okay, I know you'll bless it, but can this not be it? (laughs) Can, Can we, can I believe you for more? And I listened to the song, I'm Getting Ready by Tasha Cobb Leonard. And I listened to that on repeat for days, for days. And then on Friday, so I lost my event space Monday. I looked and searched all week long, listening to I'm Getting Ready by Tasha Cobb Leonard on repeat all day, every day until Friday. And I had found a space that was quadruple my budget for event space. And I was like, Oh, that's uncomfortable. And I had found another space that was a thousand percent affordable, but it was small. It wasn't a tent in my backyard, but it was small and not, not at all my, my vision. Right. I was like, okay, These are kind of my two options. One requires no faith at all. Like I could afford it right here, right now. No problem. With the ticket sales that have already occurred. No problem. Easy. Comfortable. Not my vision, but comfortable. I could still make it work and God, you'd be there. So that's what matters. And then I have this other option that's like uncomfortable faith, like almost irresponsible faith. And so I I kept going back and forth. And the thing is, I could see God in each one of them. 
And he was very clear with me. I felt very peaceful really about both of them. It was like, he was saying, no matter which one you choose, I got you. Like you will be fully supported no matter which one you choose. But I just kept feeling that nudge to believe him for more. And I made a promise a long time ago, several years ago, that after I closed my salon company, that I would no longer be irresponsible with the money that God had given me in my business and what to do with that and how to invest it. And I was not going to allow it to negatively affect my family again. And so if you want to know about that whole story, read my book, Arise and Shine. It's in there. But I was like, okay, Lord, I want to trust you for more. I want to honor my family and and what you and I have sussed out in that, Lord. I want to walk that out. I want to stay true to that. I don't want to be irresponsible. I don't want to put my family in harm's way. Lord, I know, I know that with you, even in crazy faith, I don't have to jeopardize my family. And he said, get resourceful. And I was like, I've been resourceful. Is it supposed to be a tent in the backyard? (laughs) Is that the resource you want me to use? And I was like, oh what if I split the location? Like think out of the box. Well, what if I split the location? What if Friday was the day that was in the, in the really cool venue that was extravagantly expensive for two days, but affordable, I say with air quotes, because it's still going to require a lot of faith that the ticket sales will continue to come in, that the women will continue to want to be here at this event. It's still going to require faith. That's going to happen. Even just to hold it there for one day. And then the second day on Saturday, the hotel, which most everybody is staying at, they had their conference room available, their big conference room available, but just on Saturday. And I was like, okay, we're going to do it because who's to say you can't hold an event in, in multiple spaces. Is it ideal? No, I, I didn't want to make my guests drive around all of town and try and figure out where to go. Everything is within walking distance from their hotel, everything. And I was like, okay, I see you, Lord. I see you showing off in this way. There will come a time when your faith is being stretched and you have to continue to believe God is who he says he is. And therefore his word is true and his word is for you. You are not the one person that God's promises are not for. If you're seeing other people successful in their calling and walking it out and acting out in faith, and you're like, man, I want that too. Okay. It's for you too. And you want to know what like practically that looks like more and more. 
come join us. Come join us and actually get to, to talk to and mingle with and connect with other women just like you who are wanting to see more of God in everything they do. They want to be known as a woman of faith. They want to be known as a woman that adds value to others. A woman of great influence, a woman of great impact. They want to be known as a woman who is advancing the kingdom of God in everything that they do. And that is for you too. By not investing in yourself, by not allowing yourself to be held accountable to others whom you trust, whom are in the same space, who are not like judging you and saying, oh no, you can't have that. And you shouldn't go for that. Not those people, but the women who get it. Okay. The women who get it by not being held accountable with them, by not investing in yourself, it is simply your way of clinging to your freedom to relapse, to relapse back into your old ways, into your old habits. Think about that for a second. By not investing in yourself, by not allowing yourself to be held accountable, you're just saying, no, my freedom to go backwards is more important to me. I want to be able to quit and it be okay. That's not the kind of relationships you're going to make at the away conference. It's just not. My clients that work with me one-on-one, that's not the kind of relationship that we have. You're not going to come to me and say, I want to quit. And I'm like, okay, cool. Well, have a good time. Love you. See you around. Nope. Nope. But that's why I'm picky about who I work with. I want to know you're ready. Are you ready? Because again, if, if you are basing your journey on, on how God speaks to you, right? On how he shows up in all the different areas, it is going to be a roller coaster of emotion. It just is. But if you base it, your journey, if you shoot straight like an arrow into the character of God, who he is, then it's smooth. It's not saying that you won't experience emotional ups and downs, but you don't go there for long. I would love to pick up right where I just left off. (laughs) I just had to pause because... And the kids are home this week. They're on winter break and they were all playing downstairs. And one of them comes upstairs just wailing. So I had paused this recording and I don't remember where I was. <laughs> so maybe this is a good time to end. But know this that there are people out there who get it, there are people out there that want you to succeed. There are people out there that are going to be encouraging you and empowering you to live fully into your purpose of who God has called you to be. You have been through things. You've been through hard things. And God is calling you to arise and to shine 
You didn't go through those things just to have gone through those things. He wants to use that. He wants to use your voice, your story to help others be the light, the person that he created you to be. He's saying, shine daughter, shine. If you want to know how to do that, how to really embody that and live that out, come join us at the Awake Conference. I can guarantee you this. God is going to honor it. I don't know exactly what it's going to look like in your life, but I know it's going to be beautiful. It's going to be transformational. And you're going to leave with a stronger connection to who God is calling you to be. You will have clarity. You will have vision. You will have practical skills to start walking that out. You will be encouraged. You will be empowered and you will be equipped. That I can guarantee. I hope to see you there, my friends. And remember, the best version of you begins on your next level of faith. Bye for now.